Roundup with your host, Victor Beltran. Welcome, everyone. It's the weekly wrap-up with me, Victor Beltran. I'm actually joined today with my good buddy, Richard Banks. Richard, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I've got a lot to say. I'm pent up. I'm like COVID. I'm ready to fight. I, I, put me on Fight Island, bro. Give me somebody. <laughs> Mickey Go, I can take him. I, I got it, man, man. It's been it's been so long since I put one of these out into the world. But, I mean, with everything that was going on with this COVID stuff, I mean, the sports world was on freeze, right? Yeah. Uh, everything everything kind of came to a halt. So, you know, there was – and there's plus – there's there's bigger fish to fry right now, right? I mean, with with all this social injustice going on, and the, I mean, sports kind of took a back seat, right? I mean, yeah, but like, I still watch fighting, so <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. The, the, the fact that all these other things are going on doesn't mean that we miss sports any less, right? No, like, not at all. Uh, for somebody who only watches ESPN, um, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> it, it, it was literally like, huh. What do I do for the rest of my day now? There's no sports. Like, what what am I supposed to do? The Last Dance, they did that for us, man. They saved us they did. the Last the, Dance. The Last Dance, uh, you know, we weren't supposed to get that till June, but we got it a little bit early. Bless. Um, I really enjoyed it. Did you really enjoy it? Did I enjoy it? Um, I'm, I, I didn't know they made pornography in PG, but, like, they do apparently, and it's called The Last Dance. <laughs> it was I mean... I think it did justice um, for my Bulls, and if it, you know, I hope that any of those people that actually think that LeBron is the goat get out of here. I think I think this can maybe clarify that just a little bit, you know. But the Kobe stands are still out there. The Kobe stands, which they have even worse of a case than LeBron. It's statistically any of it, but the Kobe stands are out there, and they're still like, "Well, wait till they make the Kobe." Move. And I'm like, oh, God. All right, fine. I mean, rest in peace, Kobe, but come on. I mean. <laughs> right, right. No, no, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, so let's just, let's let's get right into it, man. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with uh, the NBA bubble. Mm -hmm. um, so of all the sports, this is the only one that decided that we are going to create this bubble in which all the athletes – cannot leave um you have to stay in this bubble until the season is over if you make the playoffs guess what your your reward is you ain't going anywhere you're staying right here until there's a champion crowned in orlando. um in orlando <laughs> right i mean i guess it really doesn't matter where yeah, right because you weren't going to be able to go anywhere so um let's start off by talking about do, do what, what do you think about that what do you think about the the, the whole bubble thing man you know it was kind of hard to even kind of wrap my head around them actually getting to a season. I'm happy that they're doing it. I mean, say what you want, but it's better that these guys are doing their job. And uh, and I think that I mean, I just want to see basketball. I'm a huge basketball fan. It's been hard, you know, no basketball, no baseball. And it's been this has been rough for me. Summers are good for me as a sports fan, and it's been rough. So I'm looking forward to seeing these guys do their thing. I'm looking forward to see weird things happen. I'm looking forward to see maybe guys step up and become stars when they normally wouldn't be. I think that might happen. Okay. Um, what do you think about the fact that now you're, you're basically, you know, you have a couple games 
to kind of warm up, get that team chemistry back into it. But essentially, this, essentially, this is getting getting everyone ready for the playoffs, right? That's that's the whole that's the whole goal of this of this operation. Um, I believe that with the the stoppage and now the restart, this kind of gives a leg up to the underdogs, the teams that oh, yeah. that the eight seed, the seven seed. Um, Portland, baby. Look out you, for Portland. You now, you now take away the home court advantage. Um, I know they were thinking about different ideas about giving them an extra timeout or whatever they were thinking about, but I don't think they ended up going through. So, so essentially, those teams that worked really hard for that number one seed is is for not now, right? It, it really doesn't have any uh, benefit. Uh, I know, but I mean. I guess in the NBA, I think a neutral site will also help the strong teams because, like, the strong teams are going to be strong. Uh, you know, that hometown boost, I think, will help a weaker team more maybe overcome and maybe steal a game or two in the beginning of the – you know, or, or in the series. But a seven-game series, most likely the best is going to be – best is going to win, I think. But what, do you, but what do you think about the fact that there has been this – long-term stoppage like do, do you don't you think that some of that chemistry that these good teams have or, or it's kind of have been lost a little bit or do you think that everyone's in the since everyone's in the same boat that everyone has to go through it i think every i think most of these people are lying and they've been training <laughs> i think like they, i well, think that I, I don't, the lakers are ahead. for sure training they're training right right the clippers no, I, are training. I'm, I'm i'm sure we both read the same article there's like some rich guy with like this mansion yeah. and he's got this this court set up and all sorts of people have been going and i, I don't have a problem with that not at all. um i mean if they were doing anything that went against the rules i i get it you can punish people they broke rules but i mean at the end of the day they're just they're just trying to stay sharp right they're just trying to stay crisp they're trying to do their jobs to the best of their abilities. They're athletes, and you expect them not to drill. That's what they do. Um, you know, they're going to be playing a contact sport anyway with no mask on, man. Like, let's be real. You know, they're going to be out there coughing and spitting and cursing and breathing on each other. And, and and man, I think, honestly, like, if they – honestly <laughs> – if they I just lock them all in the bubble, not test anybody, and they test everybody after and be like, I guess y'all got to stay in the bubble a little longer. That's me. I know I'm a bastard, but I would do that. You know, I would Dana White it. <laughs> no, yeah, the U, the UFC, um, excuse me. <coughs> uh, went down the wrong pipe. I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, the UFC has really... You know they they're pretty much like the the biggest sport, right? Uh, right it's yeah. not even a sport. It's not even. Well, it's not even the, the. They're not even a sport. They're an organization, but MMA, right? Yeah. Um, it's the UFC. They, it's the UFC. They're the only right, right. organization. They're, they won. They won. The, they won Corona. <laughs> they won Corona. Yeah, I was I was very uh, very happy with having something, right? I just I remember looking forward to. Um, cause you had, you know, you had your BS sports with cornhole that was on ESPN. I was like, what, why is this on ESPN? And I was like, wait a minute, because there's nothing else. Right. And then you get um, a little drunk and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the UFC, I remember I, the, the first event they had during COVID. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, oh my God, yeah, it was like, the best. 
I, yeah, like, you know, I could really care less about the hearing the fans in the background. Um, I actually enjoy hearing the corner. I love you. You know, you could I, – I really enjoy the – the sound of the glove against somebody's jaw that Ooh. you know that that that's a beautiful sound it's, you can really... it's sick but it's awesome like that gagey ferguson fight was just oh my god that was, that, that that to me it's like because i've been in gyms i've been in gyms where they've trained i've been in gyms where guys have gone to war and that's what it sounds like and the only thing you hear is other people going come on you know and everybody else in the in the background and you just hear that you hear you hear sweat drops hitting the mat so I love that. That to me, if you love the sport, and then the fans are booing when somebody goes to the ground for more than thirty seconds, or you know they're not right, seeing it. Right, right. Then I, the the idiots are gone. It's just all the athletes. Have you? Ha, let me ask you this: Have you ever seen? What when was the last time you saw somebody take that much punishment and and keep on coming? Ferguson? Oh my God! Yeah. Um, He's a psycho. He's a real psycho. I, and I mean that with I've all never, the highest I've never, form of I've, I've never seen anybody, um, after taking that amount of punishment, still coming forward, right? I remember he was right, before they, yeah, right before they stopped the fight, he took one. And you remember he like tried to shake it off? Nah, I think that was him. Like, I think that was his body going like, oh, shit. And like, he was like, oh, okay, I'm okay. And it's like, dude, you're about to get hurt. I'm glad that... It ended very quickly thereafter because it was, it was rough. And like I'm not saying I'm a Tony Ferguson fan. He's a great character, you know. But like I be obviously you got to be a fan of being a like 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 for example, Kobe Covington is the worst person on earth. We all know that, right? But after that right, fight right. with Usman, I'm like, damn, he's a dog. You know, it was kind of like that. It was like, man, somebody I didn't really care for. I have this ultimate respect for because they they went through the fire and the crucible, and yeah, they lost, but they 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 went out on their shield. Right, you always got to recognize heart. Um, heart, heart is something that you can't, you can't train for it. Right, you, you either got it or you don't. You right, got it or you don't. We've, before we we uh, venture into the UFC world, just kind of uh, finish up the uh, NBA talk. So, you know, the the season ended. You had the Bucks and the Lakers at the top. Do you do you do, do you still think that that's going to be your finals preview? Honestly, I think this is the best thing that can happen to the Bucks. I think like, well, I mean, they probably they have a really great home court advantage, and I'm sure like Giannis would love to play in front of all those like fans as the king, you know, as the man, and have that, you know, you know, that, you know, the first round series and the crowd's going crazy, and you you're up by thirty on that crappy team, and everybody's just cheering you, and you're soaking it in. He's gonna miss that, but I think like a locked in guy like him, fresh, young, athletic. It's gonna benefit those guys, those guys that are fresh, super young, and athletic that are been that are just balls of energy. And he's obviously the the greatest example of that in the league right now. And but do I trust that team? Hell no. Eric Bledsoe's the point guard. Come on. <laughs> but but you know you 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 mentioned the young guys. You know, but I think it's the opposite though. I think the older the older guys really benefit because I mean, think about it. Mm, You're essentially you, you you got an all star break right in February. And then a month later, you get another break. Yeah. So you know that was that. This was basically the home stretch, right? That last stretch run before the playoffs, um, where hard. all the playoff seeding goes. Yeah, it's 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 hard, man. Like you got you got teams that ain't got nothing to play for, playing their ass off just to mess you up. You know what I mean? Yep. And all that's all that's being avoided. I mean, 
now you're basically you got you got your you know there's a there's a couple of uh, I think play-ins that you might have, but I think when you talk about those kind of teams, I don't think those teams are going to really matter at the, when it's all said and done. You're not going to see any of them Portland. in the conference finals. Hey, don't forget about Portland because Portland had Nurkic was hurt all year, and now Nurkic has been healthy for a while. So you got Nurkic healthy. That that whole getting gas in the interior that's that's gone. Dame. He's. I think he's the coolest dude in the league. I think he's a dog. I think those guys are. They're gonna have the problems that they still have, you know. But I think that Portland could. Yeah, I think they could surprise people and make it all the way to the semis. I really do. Like I've been thinking more and more about it, and and I'm gonna feel stupid when you know Kawhi Leonard like you know steals a, an entire ball out of a guy's hand with one hand. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that right now I'm just really feeling Portland. I'm really. I'm a Dane Lillard like stand though, so I'll say that much, you know. I mean, I'm I'm one of those guys, man. That that still, I mean, I was talking about before all this went went down. You know, I was all about Kawhi. Um, you really haven't heard too much about Kawhi. You really you haven't do. heard too much about. You never do, correct? Um, but you know, during the season, because he was on a new team, because they're the number two seed. You know, I mean, there was talks about him. There was highlights and. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm still going to have to go with my initial pick. I'm, I'm going with the Clippers, um, to I go all the, the way. I, you know, it's, 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 it's an LA battle, right? I don't, yeah. I don't really see, um, too loaded. I mean, do you, I mean, you got the Nuggets. The Nuggets are always kind of, I don't like know, skinny very, very, I hate skinny yogurt. Okay. I hate this so much. It bothered me. It, it gave me Kevin Love chills. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> That body was his his friend, you know. Like, yeah, he was getting tired in games and stuff. But it's like, dude, that big body when you don't have the athleticism to create separation, you need it with strength. You need it with meat. You need it with heft. And you know, obviously, he's got the best footwork in the league. He's probably the best passer in the league. He's incredible. But having that extra twenty, thirty, forty pounds to slam that shoulder in the guys to get him all like off you, that's a huge deal for a post player. And uh, I think that. I don't know, man. I like I like fat guys, man. I like me a big old fat center. <laughs> I, I I just I, I hope that that he's not that he lost weight more consciously and it wasn't COVID related too as well because I know he's got. The I was COVID. I was I wasn't aware that he you're saying that he lost weight. He lost. Oh my god, you haven't heard. So Jokic oh, lost actually, like yeah, he, he looks like slim and trim, right? Yeah, he lost like 50, 40, 50 pounds. He lost a ton of weight. Um, you know, you're I'm, so. I he is he, like you said he is a guy that that really knows how to handle that post you know he can back you down he he can finish with a nice little post move, um, but hey man uh, I mean like you said he's an incredible passer he's an incredible scorer you never know this this new this new Joker might might you know have a couple of tricks up his sleeve we don't you know we don't know plus you also have to rely on Jamal Murray to be your number two for sure and we right. know that's not. He's not there yet. If he's ever gonna get there, he's not there. He's not there as a reliable yeah, no. number two. Yeah, I, I like I said, I I don't take I don't take Denver seriously. Yeah. Um, so it, to me, it's really. Uh, what about your Rockets, though? At, what about your boys? Okay, first of all, Rockets. they're not my Rockets. Yeah, uh, I know I'm you're a Bulls not. fan. You can say you can say the hometown Rockets. Yeah, um, no, I mean, you I know, mean, I'm I, a Bulls fan too. So hey, come on, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but but I'm, I mean, I, I've I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't believe in the three ball. 
I just I, I don't believe that you win a game by chunking up fifty threes. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I mean let, let's let's point to the game, a very pivotal game that they lost to the Golden State Warriors. I don't know if it was a year ago yeah. when they jacked up and they missed what like twenty something twenty some threes in a row. That's like that was fluky though. Like they were they were making those shots and then they just missed all those shots. The math kind of went the other opposite way. You can't expect them to miss twenty seven shots. Just like you can't right, expect right. them to make 27 shots, you know? But I, th- I think we can both agree that when you look at the regular season, right? And it's and it's like this in any sport. You you see these teams that they put up these numbers or, you know, high high PP, high points per game. Yeah. And they're high offensive efficiencies. We see that all the time, even in football. But when it comes to the playoffs, yeah. You you've eliminated the the, the, the trash teams, right? The trash exactly. teams are at home. So now you just got these teams that have great defenses and are actually able to strategize and they're to gonna go play their guys you do. all of them thirty five plus minutes. So yeah, you're not yeah, gonna so have those busters getting you're gonna have the best guys, eight guys playing thirty five plus minutes coming at you. I mean, you. I I I just know that whenever you know, I've 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 played my share of basketball and and especially like nowadays, when I when I used to you know play all the time at, at, at U of H, you know people just have fallen in love with the three pointer, right? I call it the Steph Curry effect. So I, I don't know how many I'm I'm like guys, we need to we need to take the ball inside. Like we got to take the ball to the rack, create better shots, and not just to like penetrate and dish for the three, yeah, but. Look for something inside, you know, especially if the outside ball is not going in. You can't just rely on that. And and the Rockets have already admitted this is their plan. Like, hey, we're just going to shoot a whole bunch of threes, win or lose. Yeah. And and you haven't won. Yeah. Now, granted, yes, you've lost. They the beat Warriors. the Lakers. They, hey, yeah. they weren't bad during that stretch. They had great games and they had trash games so it's gonna be like a feast or famine thing like we like you just alluded to like it's gonna be either they're gonna like blow people out or they're gonna look terrible and you know but i love westbrook basically being like a short center i love that i love that he is the like he's the middle he's the guy like he's the guy he's like i'm a no centers we're just gonna open a lane up by spreading out three-point shooters and let the fastest most explosive guard ever that's ever lived you know, a lot besides Jordan, you know, get to the basket at will. You got to stop that. You got to put him on the line. You got to put Harden. Harden get to the line at will. So you're always going to be in the bonus. There's other like there's other reasons why that's you know it can work. But no, having, I, I I I like Westbrook. Don't get me wrong, but let's be honest, he's not a great three point shooter, right? He doesn't and, shoot threes anymore. He is literally they're just like yo, you go to the basket, everybody else shoot. That's the whole Rockets now. Everybody else okay, should well, Westbrook. I mean, you know, um, they have they have you know they've 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 created some a team that can shoot the three ball. You got to give them that. They have some good shooters over there. And I'm, look, I'm not saying that you can't take you know twenty maybe twenty five three threes a game, right? But mm-hmm. I I just think that they shoot it too much. And like we said. Especially in the playoffs, right? In the playoffs, so many games are decided by one or two possessions. Yeah. And you can't just shoot your way into it all the time. You no, know, you the really defense can't. is the defense is really, you know, put that pressure on you. I, I mean I kinda agree with you. I do agree with you essentially about the Rockets, but I'm also kinda scared of them too, in a weird way, because I mean you do have 
two supernova talents, one one top three guy in the league, top five guy in the league, whatever, you know. He's, and then one, you know, Russell Westbrook. You got two Hall of Famers on that team, you know, and they're not that old. And I don't know. I did, I'm I'm they they're probably the most fascinating team to watch for me, honestly. Besides Philly and Houston, are the teams that I'm both like, oh my god, what are they gonna do? You know. Yeah, no, I I mean. I mean, and who knows, you know, with the, with this new startup, you know, um, we don't know what's going to happen, what, what teams are going to do. Um, so it's, it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm really excited, man. Uh, we're going to really have like a, like an overload of sports. Everything's coming up at the, everything. It's almost like, Hey, we're going to take it all away, but now we're going to give it all back. You know? I don't know how anybody it, expects me to watch football. Like what? Like football? Like talk to me in December, dog. Because like honestly, like I've got baseball coming back. Hopefully, fighting. So what's let's let's uh, what what have you, what was the last thing you heard about baseball? Um. Okay. So I think that they are gonna play some games, but they're not. It's a mess right now because honestly, they're not really they're not on it like the NBA. You know, the NBA's testing guys every single day. NBA's already got their bubble set up. NBA's got a plan. They got two plans. Baseball, they took so long to get to an agreement that they should have gotten to three months ago. Um, they, there's a lot of like backwards, like scrambling. There's a lot of like planning right now that's going on. That's just it seems like, and the best players right now don't really want to play. It's not like basketball. Mike Trout don't want to play. Like, uh, a lot of these guys don't want to play. I think it's going to be a real problem. They're going to play. They're going to eventually play. Money talks. But, oh, man, I don't know how they're going to do it with no crowds. Baseball with no crowds, it's a disaster. It's not like basketball, which could be fun. Fighting, which honestly gets better. Bas- baseball with no crowd does not work. So they're doing, what are they doing? 60 games, right? Yeah. Yeah, something, I think it's like 60 games. And, uh, yeah, and which I love. I wish every season was 60 games. <laughs> but, but you know what I was thinking, though? I mean, how, how often have we seen um, a team just come out the gate, you know? Oh, like, oh, you know, it's usually like somebody like the freaking Brewers or the some team that Bryce historically Harper. has sucked. And Bro- all of a sudden, they have like, oh, they come out the gate. And you're like, oh, is this their year? And then the second half of the season, they fade. That's Bryce Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper comes out. He is like, or remember when A-Rod, they used to call him like uh, May, uh, April Rod or May Rod because he would always like put up incredible numbers in the first, the beginning of the season and kind of tail off in the summer. And then Bryce Harper's an extreme. Like he comes out smoking usually. So I'm really interested to see if Bryce Harper can come out smoking, really get that Phillies, actually get that Phillies fan base behind him because it's Philly and they're already like, you know, you're on thin ice, pal. They're going to start booing the shit out of the guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I really, I really see the if they're going to go with sixty games, I I definitely see a, a dark horse, a team that no one's talking about, yeah. make make a run, and and unfortunately that's going to take out one of the big boys, one of the big boys. If you if if you co- if you don't come out ready this season, there's no there's not going to be enough time. You know, baseball is what usually one hundred and sixty two games. You have you have lu- you have luxury of making up those games later on in the season. Yeah, you have that's luxury not going to be. Trying guys out, you have a luxury of guys being able to. You, there's so many things that go on during 162 game season as far as with roster stuff that like now it's just gonna be like okay it's like the playoffs kind of almost like we can't have we can't have like we can't really like 
these minor leaguers that we wanted to try out, uh, we ain't got time for that. We got a tight number of rotation. We got a tight number of bullpen. We got to see who are going to be our guys. We got to see who our, our lineup's going to be. We got to see, you know, who's going to, yeah. And now that we have universal DH, that's going to add a little extra to it, you know, so like, which I love, by the way. I'm so happy about that. I've been wanting this forever. So I'm really interested to see, and and they're doing that also. They also have another rule where they have that stupid uh, put a runner on second, you know, in the in okay. So in late innings, I think. Oh, it, late innings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like basically, what you're gonna give the Reds a few a bunch of wins because <laughs> like Billy Hamilton's on that team. That's the fastest player ever. So you're gonna start <laughs> to get. You want to start with Billy Hamilton on second with no with, with yeah. no outs. Okay. I didn't re- I didn't realize that uh, that got passed. I, I didn't realize it, that was in effect. Uh you know what? That. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna don't hold me to it. <laughs> what, what, what folks will check on that. Yeah. Uh, as not a fact for sure, but we, we that's just something that may be But I'm pretty sure they're gonna do it because of the shortened season they're gonna sneak it in and try it out. Because this is their time to try all kinds of new things that they'll never be able to try. That the baseball old heads will be like, we can't do this. Like, if you wanted to get some robot umpires in, you better get it in now. They're not going to do it, and I hope they never do. But now let me let me let me ask you this, huh? So, okay, so baseball, sixty games, the NBA, bubble, bubble basketball, not what we, not what we're used to, not what not what the normal. How, okay, do you believe that there's going to be an asterisk with the, whoever whoever wins a championship in baseball and basketball? I don't care who it is. Whoever wins, you, you, do you think like when we talk about this team, they're going to be like, well, but but it, but they won in the bubble. Depends or, who or wins. They, well, there was only depends who wins. Like if it's the Lakers, no asterisk. If it's like the Mavericks, it's going to be an asterisk. You know? Is that fair? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you know, I hear a lot of I hear a lot of guys saying, you know, like it's not a full. I season. mean, like, well, you were saying earlier, you know, you you got a lot of like in baseball, you got a lot of guys that are kind of just like, uh, I don't know, I don't even think this is like a real season. You got guys in, in in basketball saying, well, we got we got bigger things happening in the world right now. This isn't the time for this. Yeah, there's like there's like there's all these uh, outside factors like never before, right? So my my question is. I mean, how many guys are just taking this for the paycheck and to, because you already have all these issues happening and people thinking, well, is this even a real season? Should I should I really take it like I take every other season or am I just going to half-ass it and get this money real quick? Well, I feel like the basketball players really want to play. But like, I feel like in a way because like they're all like – basketball players' lives are amazing. So, like, they get to travel a lot. But, like, they travel. They move around more than anybody else because, like, baseball players are more seasoned, but they stay in a city for a few days. Whereas basketball, you, you're you moving from city to city every day. So, I think those guys are really antsy and more, like, amped to, to play baseball. Like, it really sounds like a lot of the best players just don't. When your best player, I don't know if that's a good look or not, when your best player says, and basketball is LeBron, so or maybe not best player, but the guy is LeBron, right? Right, right. So he's like, "Hey, let's get the season going." That from the top down, everybody's like, "Okay, LeBron wants to play." I'm stuck. Like, "Hey, we're gonna do this." But if Mike Trout says, "Hey, I don't know about this," everybody's gonna be like, "Are we even gonna do this?" Mike Trout's like, "I don't know." I know it's not the same. They don't have the same kind of power or the same kind of reach. And Mike Trout's kind of a piece of a uh, 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 
uncooked toast. But like, you know, he's but he still is the best player by far. And when your best player is like, I don't know, it's not a good look. It's not. Like it just and they don't have power over him like, you know, in baseball. They're like, Yeah, hey, you can't they can't tell them anything. They can't tell them Yeah. I think I'm just going to go with the eyeball test on this one. Um, I think when the game starts, you know, we start seeing all these games and we start seeing them hustling out there and making all, making all these great plays and, you know, these uh, jaw-dropping moments. Yeah. Once you once we start seeing that, I, I think there's going to be a point in time where we're just like, all right, it's in a bubble, but they're still balling. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I I think as long as everyone you know lays it on the line, I th- you know, like like we said, everyone's in the bubble, right? It's not like it's only affecting one team. This is affecting everybody. No, no, I get it. I get it when, like another another part of this is people's mental health, right? Not everyone's built the same upstairs. So when when you're talking about people that are going to be secluded right you can't leave you have to you have to after the game you have to go straight to your room or wherever the protocol is i mean how are they addressing that right i'm sure how's hard it's it's i mean it's one of those it's one of those things that's going to affect some people more than others bottom line Uh, some people know how to handle this kind of stuff some people don't you know, some people. Let's. I mean, let's take Rodman. Remember Rodman? Rodman had to go to Vegas during the middle of the season. Like, I obviously, also think, like, maybe if he sat his ass down, maybe he would have been better. You know, like that. That that what was that the '98 season. He wasn't very good. He wasn't very good the '98 season. And I mean, like, and he, he, he had a lot of he had a lot of a lot of his play because Pippen was Pippen was out with the surgery, so yeah. he he was doing pretty good. I mean, in terms of rebounding and and you know being on the court. Oh, I mean. Was that the '97 uh, drinking? Um, I know that like '96 <laughs> season he was sublime. '96 season he was sublime, and the next few seasons he was up and down because he started. But it was no secret in Chicago he was partying every single night. He was drinking every single night, and yeah, it was a machine that could get up and go and still run all the, and run forever. But it's like that has to have affected his game somewhat. Like you can't. Oh, it, 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 it yeah. I mean, there's no way. There's no way around it. Um, but I think that he's a he's a different kind of cat, though. I mean, you hey, know, man, the, look, the, <laughs> look at his like. Oh, Ryman had a long, long, great career, or whatever. But not, actually, not a great career. Pistons, he was amazing, best defensive player in the league. Blah blah blah. The Spurs, he was like, he was good, but like, there was some real weird stuff in there. And then he goes to right. Chicago, has a high high, and then he starts. You know, it's three years. And then after that, that weird Lakers stretch. And then that Dallas stretch where they basically were like, we're giving you a contract to, like, you know, feed you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He lived in Mark Cuban's house. It was weird. It was like, oh, man, like, this guy's falling apart. Iverson, similar. Like, you remember Iverson, they asked, they just gave him a, they told him, don't come back. They just like, hey, we'll pay you. Just don't come back. The Pistons did at the end. Right. He partied himself out quite a bit. And I think maybe it's some rest for those guys. And, a, and well, Harden, I mean that. Go ahead. Harden is like not. He kind of is. He's way more disciplined than those guys. So, but Harden, yeah, like maybe not going to the strip club will be good for you. No, that's that's actually a very interesting point. I didn't I didn't think about it that way. Um, the, yeah, you're right. There's there's definitely some guys that need that tighter leash, right? They need and and in the bubble, I mean, what what are you going to do? They, they, there's nothing for you to do. So 
Yeah, you're right. That might that might enhance enhance some people. I think. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. I mean, <laughs> you think they've like snuck in like secret bubble thoughts already, and like they have like <laughs> their own like like they. I know, like it's like family and everything. Yeah, they're. But what about like secret like hey like these girls the, the groovy girls you might have snuck them in you might have snuck them in nah. like a little base sub basement level of thoughts nah so that I, would I, nah I I mean Harden might have did it himself I, by himself <laughs> he might have a bus I, for the I, women parked out the hotel just living on the bus I I can't the only I I could buy the narrative that maybe. You know, maybe they they snuck in some bud and they're doing a little bit of smoking. They're maybe, definitely doing maybe, a lot of it. But smoking. yeah, smoking <laughs> and drinking. I, I can I can I can I can buy that one. But when you're talking about, you know, bringing in, you know, basically the the side piece here. Yeah. No, that's I, side I just, piece. Like a guy, like a single guy, like Robin, or not the oh, well, Robin. Um, well, yeah, even, even single guy well, like yeah. Harden. Harden's notoriously single. So like guys like yeah, that nah, who go out. There's there's just gonna be a lot of masturbating, bro. That that's all there is to it. It's just, I mean, I mean, I just I I don't see the NBA compromising the whole entire season, billions of dollars, so one guy can get a nut off, right? Like, come then on. Then again, just... I think David Stern would have did. David Stern would have been like, you know what? Let's get the girls in. Keep it quiet. Adam Silver's like a wholesome dude. David Stern might have been like, look, all right, look, hey, Michael Jordan is not. He needs a release, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm so, saying so there's a lot going, of girls that will volunteer. They'll jump at that chance. They'll of jump course, at that chance. No, there's no no one saying that you can't find those people. <laughs> it's I Florida. Just, they're just, there already. <laughs> I just I just think that what with what's going on right now, man, it's fucking, it's yeah, it's they're taking this to another level. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool though. So you're you're going you're going. This is our pre bubble predictions. You're going with Lakers Bucks, right? Who who wins? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Lakers Philly. Lakers Philly. I do not believe in the Bucks. I do not believe in the Bucks. So you think you think Embiid gets it done, or who, who's who's the guy who leads them? Is it Embiid? I mean, is it? It's got to be Embiid because Simmons don't shoot, but Simmons is everywhere else. He's he's an A minus or an A at everything. Like he's he's arguably the best perimeter defender in the league right now. He's a uh, he's he's one of the fastest guys in the league in the end court. Uh, he's in the full court. He's the deadliest player right now, like full court, court to court. Like, but no, actually that's Giannis, but like Giannis doesn't even count. He's like an alien, but like Ben Simmons, his athleticism is starting to really show his size, his athleticism, his handle. He's spectacular. He's just a douche and he does <laughs> and he does, he's uncoachable. And that's the problem. I, I feel like if there's a breakthrough with Simmons, they win titles. Like, Ben, take five threes a game. Don't, you don't have to make them. Take five threes a game. Y'all win a title. Like I feel like that. Like that's take five threes a game. You win a title. I I agree with you on some points. I definitely think that Ben Simmons is is a phenomenal player. Um, I think that his 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 lack of trust in himself when it comes to shooting. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna hold him back. Um, I I still got the Bucks going to the finals, and I'm gonna go with the Clippers to beat the Lakers in seven, with Kawhi Leonard winning the championship for the second year in a row, MVP, solidifying himself as the greatest player on the planet. Um, okay. you, you know what? I, 
the, but you know, what, 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 I, I, I think Kawhi. Nothing right, would you know, we, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where I feel like Kawhi has just been in, at his house in his gym, just just working, just working, man, get working, bored. working. And then of course they're they're owned by by fucking what's his name, uh, the owner of the Clipper, the you know one of the richest people on the planet. So I'm sure I'm sure he has. Uh, his own basketball court somewhere set up for for those guys, and they've probably be, they've they've been probably getting in a couple of uh, scrimmages. Before They're scrimmaging this in VR. They're scrimmaging <laughs> in like an entire different like they got their own world. It's like dead. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. You know, it's kind of like this is this is like a giant experiment, right? Yeah. And hopefully, it's really the only time they have to do it like this. But I mean, you gotta do you gotta. Do it any way you can, and I think we're definitely in in a time where we need this. Like, that you we need, need this. I need this. Um, people need to work too. Like, there's a lot of jobs on the line. Like, right, we need to right. get people working, and we need to show like American industry working in a way that we need to. If we're gonna find our way back to normal, we need to see people doing normal th- shit. And uh, yeah, right. absolutely, absolutely. Now. We, well, we talked a little bit about baseball, a little bit about basketball. Now, let's talk about the National Football League. Um, before we before we get into it, uh, what do you think about uh, all this, like, apology for Kaepernick and don't mean shit, di- right? Like, let let the guy play, right? That 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 would really make a send a like, message. If Roger Goodell goes out today and be like, dude, we messed up. Like, this was wrong. There wasn't, I'm not going to say we blackballed him, but, like, there was an effort. Like, it was kind of an unspoken agreement that we didn't want to sign this guy. If he can admit that, it has to be something that candid, too. And it has to be Goodell. It has to be Goodell saying, like, as a collective, we failed this man and we failed the players. And, like, I'm not going to stand in the way of him getting, in, you know, getting back to his career. He lost a few years of his career because of this. You know, he sacrificed Do you- do you I, think, I think he'll play? Do you think he'll play no, this year? I don't even think. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna. Play. Maybe somebody will sign him for like. But like, the NFL don't really work that way. They don't do the whole like sign for publicity. That doesn't no, happen no. in the NFL. And I and I I mean he's been out the game for what he's missed what three full seasons? Four three full, full seasons. seasons. Uh, yeah. He's thirty two, maybe thirty three. Um, Probably better than a couple of quarterbacks or a couple of backups, right? I'm going to go ahead definitely. and say definitely better than a lot of these, like, bums. Like, the thing about quarterback, I think, like, is you, at a professional level, you either can do it or you can't. But the guys that can, there's gradients, and it's so hard. It's so hard to do that most people just can't do it. Like, So if you if you show that you're even competent in an NFL level at a consistent point, you should be working, especially if you're under, you know, your mid, your early 30s. I mean, and you took the team to the Super Bowl. And he took a, like pretty much by himself on offense. Like he was unbelievable. Like so, but no, he's not that guy anymore. He's not that guy with the cannon arm and who can run on a dime. You know, the one read dude. I, I really wish that it's just. I feel like it's they really robbed that dude. I hope that I really, they really robbed that guy of like his prime. Uh, he, I think he would have gotten back to starting. I mean, who knows what will happen? But let, let me let me pose this question to you. Do you think that his narrative, his story, would have been better had that never happened? As opposed, to, I mean, I, I I agree. I feel like him 
getting blackballed, right? Yeah. Him uh, not being allowed to play the game in which made him who he was only elevated his stature, right? Now, now he's 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 a, he's, a symbol. He's a symbol, right? He's now, the it's symbol. All, you know, and so. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think it was right for for them to do that to him. But now that they did, do, we can't go back in time. And now he he's, he's a symbol. And 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 I kind I kind of feel like you know, even he might think that hey, I'm glad it went down this way because now he's getting the last laugh, right? He it's it's come full circle until like now they're like, well, our bad, Kaepernick. Like we shouldn't have done this to you and. Now all these people are recognizing that what he did is was very important, and it 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 should have not got handled that way. And I don't know he, he like like you said, and and I agree with you. Having him get blackballed really really helped his message even you know get get farther, like get out there and reach. He had no idea it was going to go this far. He had no idea it was going to go this far because I. From what I've gathered about him, like, I know he was adopted. He was adopted very young by a white family. He's biracial, and I know he was adopted by a white family. And I think he started dating this girl. She's beautiful. I know you've ever seen. I don't know her name, but she does, like, a little radio show, and I've seen him on it. He got woke. He got woke. And uh, he got woke, and, he, he's a, and, he's a, and he's got guts. And he decided to just, you know, he was feeling this way, and he did it. And he, there's no way he thought. Because, like, other guys were doing it. Like he, or he had been right, doing right. it for a few games. He had been yes, doing it for I, some time. And then everybody was like, wait, what, what the fuck is he doing? And then it became a thing. But Colin Kaepernick was not ready for this. He is not even educated in this. Like, he really was just new to this woke thing. And then all of a sudden, he got carried on a... On, on, on a big tidal wave, but he stood with it. He sacrificed, and like I think, I think that like it's all better for him. All this, like I don't think he should ever play again. I think like I think they should, even if they offer it to him, I think he should say no. He's like, you know what? Nah, I can't play for y'all. That would make him look so good. Like boom, you would look like a guy. Like he's like he could have played, and he didn't. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he didn't do it. He's like he his convictions were too high. No, I think I think I think you're right. I think. There's no way he could have known it. You know, it would play out the way it did. Um, but you, like you said, there. This he wasn't the first one to kneel. I always tell people, do you not realize that Tim Tebow took a knee? Tim Tebow surely uh, did, but uh, and know. and nobody nobody said shit to him. Oh wait a minute, he's a white guy taking a knee. That's uh, okay. He was, he was taking a knee to Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> you can nail for Jesus. Uh, but it, it, you know what I mean. But it, it just—I think I, I don't know who it was. I don't know what it was to go. Hey, look what this guy's doing! All of a sudden, the president starts talking about it, and it just gets so out of control, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's that was a whole crazy thing. That's a whole different episode. But okay, so the NFL was a little bit different, right? It's a little bit different than the NBA. A little bit different than baseball. They essentially have really, in terms of like their season, is really not affected by the COVID, right? They're starting the same kickoff day. They say There's they no are. crowd. They're, they're, right, right. I mean, we're, we're, let's just assume it, it kicks off when it's supposed to, right? They probably will because like football can be played without crowds too, and it'll probably be also better than fighting, honestly. Right. So, 
it, what's I think the biggest effect on uh, on the NFL, from what I could gather so far, uh, the coaches, players, with all the rules that that they're getting, they're like, how how are we supposed to do this? Like, well, one of the one, I mean, even even like this stupid rule that says, you know, you can't exchange exchange jerseys at the end of the game. So you're telling me that I can grab you and throw you to the ground. Yeah, but I can't swap. Literally, jerseys. but I can't swap jerseys with you. That, how much sense does that make? They gotta go because basically they're in a combat sport, so they have to go full combat sports and be like, "Hey, we'll keep everybody in mask and all that crap, and and everybody around them." But these guys are the animals. Let them go. Like we test them right after every game. Like you can't you let them let them cook. They can spit. They can snot. They can do whatever because it's football. So it's gonna. You know how nasty a football field gets. Everybody's spitting. <laughs> Everyone's sweating. Everybody's uh, people are bleeding. There's snot. There's like, oh, it's gross. I mean, I've seen people spit in other people's helmets. I'm not even talking about JJ Stokes, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like it just it's football. All combat sports are disgusting. There's a lot of smells. There's a lot of liquids <laughs> that you don't know about, and people don't see it, they don't see it on TV. But the guys know, like. Smell like ass after a football game for <laughs> not just because you're sweating, it's because you're bumping up against nasty, sweaty dudes. And like, yeah, it's it's not nah, you can't you can't you can't be like, oh, exchanging jerseys is gonna get them when they just been like dogpiling on each other and sweating and spitting all them. Nah, come on, man. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the off season moves. Uh, there's even there was a good amount of stuff. We we won't get into all of them. I, I have a couple of the big moves that occurred. We can touch base on. Um, I mean, let's talk about the big one, the goat. Bray. Oh, Jameis Winston going to the Saints. Okay. <laughs> so, who, okay, let's let's just say this: who who's going to have the better season, Tom Brady or Cam Newton? Cam, you think so? Even though like. Brady has all this talent, all this talent. And, like, even if Gronk is 60%, he's got Gronk at tight end, Godwin, and uh, Evans. Mike, Mike, Mike Evans. And I don't know who that other tight end is, but he's pretty good. Uh, forget the name. I'm not – you know, I really honestly have been behind on football, but I know this much. Of but I, 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 he's 44. So, so it, is he finally going to go off the cliff? Yes, he was going off the cliff last year. He was terrible last year. No receivers. Fine. He was also terrible. He was also terrible. It was both. Uh, I mean, he was terrible. I'm not gonna say terrible. I mean, I saw enough Brady. Brady. I saw enough New England games to see that he wasn't the only problem. You know. No. Um, and it's it's usually you don't see those type of issues in 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 Foxborough, and if you do, they're fixed by the end of the season. By you the see end those of the issues season, in forty plus year old quarterbacks. <laughs> like, I mean, part that's got to be it. I mean, part of it, like, it's got to eventually time will catch up with you. I no, I mean, I I agree, right? You know, Father Time's undefeated, so there is there is going to be a moment, there is going to be a season where you just go, hey, like that's it, Tom, like. You you know you lost that extra zip. You your mobility is off. Your decision making is off. Um, I I don't I don't I don't think it's gonna be this season. I feel like maybe it'll be season two in Tampa Bay. I think uh, I think 
we all we all can agree that the reason why Tom Brady is the goat is because it's well, it's not because of his physical stature, right? It's because of his determination. The man just outworked everybody else, right? That's that's. Uh, what, uh, not that I don't agree with that, but counter, he also played with the greatest coach of all time. No, true, true. He, he had, I'm mean, not he had, saying he like, had, but, obviously he did it on the field, so he did it on the field. But I mean, also you could also say that uh, you really can't say much else about Tom Brady. What am I doing? <laughs> yes. So I mean, my, my my whole point is that what has made Tom Brady so great has always been that little voice in his head, right? That's always like that little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, he's, the, he's you know, work ethic. So it, it, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. So I think for at least this one season, because I know there's got to be a little bit of. Of oh well who who was who was the reason for the success of the Patriots was it Brady or was it Belichick like that's like the big question I yeah. always say come on it was both of them right yeah of course they they, they both helped each other out but this is the, Matt Castle this, yeah genius this, this is a good this is a good moment to show Belichick to show the league like hey guys like I can do this like even even on a brand new t- team like Tampa Bay. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pull Joe Montana with Kansas City, right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna give him one good run, you know, because because Joe Montana went to Kansas City, gave him that one good season, and after that it was kind of like uh, win. right, right. I mean, they made it to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and he's it was still really good, but like they made the right choice. Now they didn't have to make that choice in New England this time, but it was like Steve Young was clearly better than him, and they made the right choice. But no, like, no, no. Uh, I, I'm not questioning the, the the decision of the 49ers to 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 go with Steve Young. I'm just I'm just showing an example of where an old guy he, he kind of you know he was kind of kind of pissed off you know that they they let him go like that and he, he I think the fuel of proving them that they made a wrong decision is what drove Montana and I think that same fuel will drive Brady. Not that he needs anything. But I think I think I, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're even going to make a big playoff push. I think maybe they can sneak in. It's a tough division, um, so I don't. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, yeah, same thing with Brady." But I do think that that you know he has a pretty good season, and um, you definitely see um, a lot of a lot of like that deep ball that we haven't really seen from Brady because of the way they run their offense in New England. Or well, maybe got, he doesn't have it anymore. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen him throw the deep ball. It just hasn't been too accurate. Because that's know? the first thing that goes when quarterbacks age is deep ball. But, but who who do, who has he had to throw the ball to, though? You got guys like Godwin and Evans. They're going to go get it. Just, just yeah. They're, they're awesome. big dudes, you know? So they, it, 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 I'm not saying that. Tom Brady's never had two big old, like, like stud receivers. He had one. Uh, Randy Moss. But, Randy Moss. No, not two. Like, yeah, but then he had Julian oh. Edelman and or no, I'm sorry, Wes Welker. Wes and, Welker. Uh, who was the other guy? I don't even remember. Like it was Randy Moss and then some other dudes. Now it's two guys, two like Clayton Duper, you know, two or, thousand you know, yard receivers. Yeah, two thousand know? yard big monster receivers. Mike Evans is a, a super talent, you know. So. That I'm curious to see. It's like if Tom Brady, you really about it? Like you, this is gonna look great, you know. And you know, it's kind of you know, you, you say Cam Newton so quickly, and uh, yeah, I think I they, 
the the issue the issue has always been, you know from what I hear from people has been well is Cam even going to play? Oh, he's and I think the initial that that initial reaction was valid, but as you start seeing the reactions from the players, from mainly the players, right? The players, it's almost like, hey, uh, hey, Stedham. Yeah, we were just kind of kidding about being uh, supporting you because now we actually got a guy that we can believe in. Yeah, and and all of a sudden he's on the back burner. You got all these guys training with with Cam and working out with him. Yeah. Like they, they're excited. They just gave up on him real quick, huh? Uh, yeah. It's like okay, like you're dating this girl, you meet. It's nice. She's nice. She's like, oh, it's amazing. Like you know, this is a great relationship. But, you know, it's like, but it really nothing's happened yet. You're going out on some dates, and you know, nothing's really happened. Maybe you just held hands and everything, and all of a sudden that, you know, all of a sudden that, you meet the hottest girl you've ever. <laughs> one of the hottest girls you've ever met and she's what she's ready to jump in with you right now y'all are hanging out every day and it's like oh i forgot about amanda <laughs> why, let me let me ask you this why do you think that he went unsigned because the nfl is racist hmm. um, the, the two guys that didn't go unsigned and got signed to horrible deals were cam newton and Jameis winston nick Foles got signed to a giant deal you know, uh, uh, Nick Foles was a Super Bowl MVP. Cam Newton's a league MVP who took his team know, to the Super Bowl by himself. So Nick Foles, ha- Nick Foles, I mean, are we really going to compare to Cam Newton and Nick Foles? Like, we all know who's who better. He won a league MVP. And that, go back and look at that season. He was, he was by himself. It was incredible. His best receiver was Ted Ginn. They went to the Super Bowl, dude, with Ted Ginn. I mean, I, I just, I, I, I can say that. D'Angelo Williams, the owner, the 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 higher ups have some, you know, you know, old white guys have some have racist people up there. But I mean, that's it's kind of hard to say the NFL is racist in terms. I think of the NFL this, is what I mean is racist is like the NFL seventy percent black, but there's no black representation really. There's no black voices that are allowed. Black culture is minimized in that league. They tell you like, oh, we don't want you wearing do rags. We don't want you wearing, you know, we don't want you doing this and that. Like the the league is very much like it's a plantation style league. It's football is a like in a way a militaristic sport, and they have that plantation style of like, okay, we can just get another one. You too loud, we can get another one. That's everybody, but like the league is seventy some odd percent black, and there's no black ownership. There's hardly any black coaching. There's nepotism in coaching as far as like now nepotism is notorious in the NFL and and then it's just a bunch of like a, a bunch of old white dudes hiring their sons and their sons' friends. And it happens all the time. And 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 like we'll see I'm, if they do anything about it. But the NFL, like, if you don't have black coaches and you don't have black if you don't have black management and black coaches, they're not going to they're not going to cape for the black quarterback. That isn't I mean, I I, I could I could buy the narrative that it, that that it was it was a race thing if Cam was coming off that type of season. But what about Jameis though? Jameis did not. So so ja- so Jameis that might be, might might be more of a valid statement with Jameis. But I mean the man threw as many the man threw as many interceptions as he did touchdowns. True, but he threw a lot. He threw also like the league in yards. Like he he, did. He did. I'm not saying he was good. But I'm saying he's better than 15 quarterbacks in a, maybe 15 or 15 or at least 10 
He's he's not bottom half quarterback. He's not. James Wilson isn't. It's not a bottom half quarterback. Like if you look at the if you break down every thirty two team in the league, you tell me that James Wilson is a bottom half quarterback. I, I'm just not gonna believe it. Like you're telling me that he deserves less. Money. You okay? Who's better, James Wilson or Nick Foles? Really, honestly, who's better? Like, and I'm not saying either of them are great, but you take Nick Foles. He had those moments in the Super Bowl, but then you look at his entire career. It's garbage. It's garbage. Like it's- I mean, you, you do realize that Nick Foles, when he came into the NFL, threw the most consecutive touchdowns without throwing an interception in the history of the league. He's only um, good in Philly. It's the weirdest thing ever. And then the Chip Kelly <laughs> he's only good in Philly. Everywhere else, he's bad. He was bad in L.A. He was bad in um, – Jacksonville, but he didn't even get a chance in Jacksonville. He played like what a couple games. Yeah, but he was bad in those games before he got hurt. He was bad. Like he was bad, bad. Like Nick Foles. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying it's just like Nick Foles is going to be. It's like Joe Flacco. It's all over again. Except Joe Flacco got to start for years. Joe Flacco can make you look really good sometimes, but most of the time he's not going to make you look that great. And you're going to be playing in spite of him instead of because of him. That was a guy who Joe Flacco's like best pass was the I'm gonna throw it like 80 yards down the field and hope somebody gets a pass interference call. <laughs> like that was the Flacco. He, he, he had that. a really good deep ball. I'll give him that. He had one of the he best had a deep giant balls. Arm, but he didn't remember all those times where he just throw it up and just hope to get a pass interference. Like that was that was the Flacco. And I always uh, he had that magnificent Super Bowl run and Nick Foles had that too and then it changed the whole narrative. But I'm sorry, Cam Newton took his team to a Super Bowl. What's harder? Playing well in one game or playing well in uh uh you know eighteen games or seventeen. No, games. I, I no, I, I I get you. I get what you're saying. Um, so you 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 believe that Cam Newton's going to be the starting quarterback week one? Not only do I believe he's going to that they you, you wouldn't hire him if he wasn't going to be there to start. That'd be an I mean, incredible you're distraction. Him, you're, not, you're not you're not paying him anything. Yeah, you're paying him nothing. Start him if he sucks. Go to Stidham in week four. Goodbye. Like, give him the hook. But they know he doesn't suck. They know he's going to start. And they know. And the, the reason their players are excited is because they know who this dude is. They yeah, know. no, I heard I heard uh, Ron Rivera talk. I think it was Ron Rivera that was talking about him. And he was saying, look, man, like, you know, he, he's been he's been battling a lot of injuries, you know. And, and you know, he was – they shut him down last year. I forgot what, what happened to him, but they shut him down. I think it was like a foot injury or something. Yeah. Or shoulder or something, but from 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 everyone's accounts, he is back. Like he is that time off really helped his body heal. He's really took care of himself and and is a winner, a winner, a winner's winner. Like the guy wins at every level, and it's always won at every level. I, th- if man, look, let me tell you something. If if Cam Newton comes back to eighty five percent. Yeah, of his MVP season, yeah, well, New England's going to be doing some damage. We um, that division, man. Hey, my man Tua, the the new goat, is coming. He's coming. So you 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 believe in Tua, huh? I've always believed in Tua. I, I'm a I'm a Tua homer. Like, so a, Tua, a homer. Tua went to Miami. Yeah. Um. You actually had a talk. No, Tua went to uh, Alabama. Oh no, I'm no, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, at Miami, yeah. not the university. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I had a talk with my buddy about. You know, Tua, and he he was all on the on the Joe Burrow bandwagon, which is which is fine. I'm Joe not Burrow on the Joe Burrow. Bandwagon. Joe, I mean Joe Burrow. I, I can I don't have any 
ammunition to talk down on Joe Burrow from his exactly. collegiate level. So, so I'm going to just let you have that one. Okay, yeah, he and I. I mean, I saw him play. He, he made some great throws, and it, it was. I can't take anything away from Joe Burrow. That might all have been the best athletes in the world. You can say that about Tua too. But like, right. the difference between Tua is Tua was throwing guys open. You saw Tua what he, the magic that he could do, like with efficiency. And Joe Burrow had a better season, yeah. But it's like Joe Burrow. Boy, Joe, it was it was on real easy mode for him all year. Uh, he really didn't. He never saw any pressure. Like he, he's gonna be good. I'm sure he's gonna be good. But I'm also worried about. It. He's like what 25. Who's like gonna 24? have the better season, Tua or Burrow? Tua. Tua. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, better talent. No, I mean I, I know they have. No, that's not true because the receiving talent in Cincinnati is pretty good. Tyler Boyd. If AJ Green is decent, you know, healthy again. AJ Green, uh, AJ Green's a top, you know, a, a top top. Yeah, a, a healthy AJ Green is a def, def, yeah. definitely a difference maker. Absolutely. But I just I, there's a lot of questions on how Joe Burrow is going to do in what offense is he going to be in, who's around him. There's a lot more questions. I feel like Tua, you could stick him in so many places, and he's going to be excellent from the gate because he can play so many different ways. He has so many different tools, and he's just a he's a dog. And we've seen him from the get-go win and kick ass and like really become really really step up i mean you, his first game that we really got to know him he, he won the national championship <laughs> what what do you think about giving patrick mahomes half a billion dollars i mean if you can't give him a billion give him a half a billion <laughs> like i know it's football so i i would never want to give anybody like a million Brazilian, but if it's anybody it's be him like, it's easily, without a doubt, he's the best player in the world. I think he was, I, I, when I first started watching him, I'm like, oh, we're watching the GOAT. Year one, I'm like, we're watching the GOAT. Ask uh, our friends Nigel and Mike. <laughs> I talked to him, I was like, he's going to be the GOAT. And they're like, ah, you're crazy. Deshaun Watson. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I was like, Deshaun Watson, but like with double the arm strength. And like, but yeah, no, it's, he's the best. He's, he's number one with a bullet. He's Michael Jordan in football. I I believe because of that ginormous contract, and I get it. it it's it's back ended, right? Like most of the money is gonna. But every time we have seen a quarterback get a monster contract, they never win a Super Bowl after that. Yeah, yeah. You, true. you want to talk about Russell Wilson? You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I think it's Russell just, Wilson's it, close though. I think he's Matt close to Ryan. Anytime, anytime. No, what I'm saying is, anytime you give these players, because usually you give them these fat contracts after they win a Super Bowl or make, you know, they do so well on those rookie contracts, and then you go, all right, here you go, boom. You know, the thing about football is football has, you know, they have a hard cap, man. You you just can't pay a luxury tax. You 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 just you can't. So when you do that, you are essentially limiting your other positions and we all know how important in football is the offensive line yeah. the defensive line you know there those 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 guys get the really good o linemen and d linemen they get paid a crap load of money and it's very well deserved because that position is so important you know not too many people and, and only football heads really understand the importance of a line if it's and, the line play it's everything and when you out when you allocate so much money to the quarterback what else do you have left to protect him? To have guys to throw it to? Well, you know, to be it, fair, you can get like if you're if you draft well, if you're you know 
I mean, everybody thinks, you know, we also saw, like, okay, well, you know, well, guys give a big contract and they don't win anymore. But, like, New England won, like, all the Super Bowls. So, like, we don't know. <laughs> like, but, we don't but Tom, know. But Tom Brady never got paid. Yeah, yeah, paid. and yeah, Never. and that was part of it. Maybe that I mean, was part had, of it. But like, had, it's he, not like they loaded the team with like talent everywhere else. That was the problem. It was like we didn't pay. Tom didn't get paid, but they didn't get receivers anyway. You know, so it was like where were they? Because the Patriots are always on the low end of spending, no matter what. So I it mean, didn't all, even matter. All, all, I mean, all the teams that are trying to win, that all, every team that knows they have a chance at winning a Super Bowl, they usually come pretty close to to hitting that cap. I mean, because if you if you know you're going to be in the running, then you might as well use up all the money. What makes what makes New England so great is that, I mean, what they're known to, for doing is is making the taking a player and getting the most out of them, even ex, even exceeding um, what that player thinks they can do. Right? Um, yeah, for the most any, part. Yeah, any any time that there's there's a guy that feels he needs to get paid, yeah, they they're shipped out. Right? Richard Seymour, Chandler Jones. They they they're not going to give you this fat contract, right? Um, unless unless you're a guy like uh, Stefan Gilmore, who's the best corner in the league, and, he's and he sh- and he shuts down a whole side of the field, right? And he's so they so so they will pay when they know they have to, when they know they have a piece that they cannot lose. Tom Tom Brady was just this guy that was like, look, I'm married to a supermodel that makes more money than me. So I can afford to take cuts because I just want to win. Yeah, but that's, after a while, that, that, that but that's rare in itself. Right? Yeah, that's rare. You're not going to you're not even going to find a quarterback like that. And they screwed so, him. Like they kind of did screw him. Like they ended up winning a million Super Bowls, but it wasn't because like okay, thanks for the thanks, Tom. Like you didn't take you take less money, so let's get you that offensive talent you were looking for. They didn't do that. They never did that. They that right, the Moss fell into their lap. They got so lucky with Law. They were like, oh, he, Oakland was like, somebody take this guy. And they were like, yes, us. <laughs> That's what happened. But, like, everything else, they got lucky. They made smart moves. They draft well. They, they you know, they do they do the whole thing. Well, they'll trade their first-round pick every time and stockpile picks and stockpile picks so you have more of a pool of talent to choose from. They're, they're, they're hella smart, and they cut guys early. So, like, yeah, Stephon Gilmore was 29. He'd be out of there. <laughs> but Stephon I mean, yeah, Gilmore is in the right age group, and he's incredible. He's the best corner in football. So yeah, it's an easy signing. You you pay that man. Yeah, you pay. Yeah, him. I think I think when you talk about the Patriots, they like you said, you know, the coaching, the management, everything they got going uh, in New England is just top notch, right? It's top notch. It's it's a it's a machine. They they run it like a like a well oiled machine. So. The, the result speaks for themselves. So let, let's let's just say that there is no uh, stoppage of the season, right? Let's just say the season is able to to go on. Uh, how how do, how do you see the season going? Do you? I mean, I know it's really early, but do you see it going? KC in the final uh, in the Super Bowl again? I have no um, idea. No idea, huh? I mean, you guess. I mean, I guess I would have to think. I'm just going to go all – it's going to be the, the beige bowl, all light-skinned quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Russell Wilson, Patrick Mah- beige bowl. That's what I want. I want a beige bowl. I, I can't wait till Patrick Mahomes. I can't wait till the black people – I can't wait till a black star that gets hold of him and makes him cool like Russell Wilson happened. That's what's going to happen. We're gonna, you're going to see him with, like, Summer Walker, and he's going to be wearing cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait till Pat. Pat gets cool. 
Yeah, it is. It is kind of early to be talking about Super Bowl predictions. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, oh, we never I, talked I, about I, the fights, man. You know, we're, we're, that's the next we're about to right now. But I was just going to close out the the NFL talk with. Uh, I don't know what I was doing the other day. It was like yesterday, the day before, and I, I just had this incredibly terrible flashback of the the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, um, I and, forgot and, what and, happened. And and you know and and I was like wow, wow. Are you talking wow. about the the loss or when when our friend Mike hit his head after passing out? Oh no! Well, my, so for those who don't know, yeah, we had a we actually that didn't happen during the Super Bowl. That happened during the fights. Really? The boxing the boxing match. Man, you can uh, tell I'm just the same. I'm just sitting yeah, at yeah. that table. Just no, like. no. So, <laughs> um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm a diehard 49er fan and. Um, to see my Niners lose that way after I was so confident middle of the third quarter that we, we had this one in the bag. Um, yeah, you know, it, 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 it hurt. It really hurt just thinking about it. But, you know, like football season isn't too far away. Nah. And you're already, you're already seeing guys um, start reporting to you. Know, they're doing the whole training camp here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic in my Niners. You know, I feel like we still have a very stingy defense. We still have um, a, a great offensive mind in Kyle Shanahan. Um, I, I think we're going to be all right. I think I think you're definitely going to see my Niners uh, in the postseason this year, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how the season unwinds. Well, let's talk about tomorrow night. Yes, live from Fight Island. UFC 251, headlined by my boy Jorge Masvidal versus Kamuro Usman, the Nigerian nightmare, the champion. Yes. Before we get into anything else, let's just start off with this fight. So Jorge, what, one week notice after Gilbert six Burns tests positive? Six, six days notice after Gilbert Burns tests positive for COVID. He's ready. He's like, yeah, let's, let's, what's up? I'm, I'm ready to negotiate. What's up? Y'all been, y'all been trying to handle me on this money. Now you're in a pickle. Now you got to give me the money. I'm, I'm assuming that, I don't know what, the, what the exact deal was. I'm assuming they gave him his money, right? He, he kind of, he kind of had leverage. He kind of had MMA leverage. Fighters think, you know, you can give him a Salisbury steak and tell him it's a, a filet mignon. You know, these guys, they have no idea what they're worth. And I, you know, I remember I, I listened to this. I listened to this MMA podcast by Jack Slack. Fight gone, fights gone by. I've been watching. I've been reading these articles for years, breaking down fights. He's brilliant. But like he was saying, he probably got like fifty thousand more dollars. And I'm like, you know what? He probably did just get fifty thousand more dollars. Like I, I mean, I love the sport so much, but I also it's kind of sickening. You know, these guys eighteen percent revenue sharing compared to the fifty percent in the NFL and NBA and, and MLB. 18% revenue sharing. So they don't know their worth and they're all idiots and they're all loons and they're all like weird libertarians and they're all anti-union even though the union would get them their money. So I have no idea, but I'm glad he's fighting. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh I'm very excited. Um I'm I'm you know I, lo- I love Matt with all just Me just too. just how just how he he carries himself and I mean I the did, man, I did. I gotta say, like, 
you know how hard it is for me to root against a Miami Cuban. It's very hard. But then you come out with a Trump hat on, and I gotta, I gotta see. I gotta yeah, see, that I was. Gotta see that was. I didn't. I didn't even uh, realize that he's a Trump he guy. A, I forgot that. Yeah, he's a Trump guy. He actually is a Trump guy. But let's not get into the political, <laughs> the political <laughs> aspect of this. Let's just keep it straight sports. I have another podcast for that to sit down with Slick Vic. Check it out. Sure. Um, but uh. Now, well, I wasn't referring to you, Richard. I was referring to the audience. But you can no. check it out yourself as well. <laughs> but let, let's just get right into it, man. Um, so, how do you how how ready do you think Masvidal is, and and even how ready do you think Usman is? Do you think Usman's ready? Usman is ready. Yeah, man, he's been training for weeks, and they're like, "Oh, Jorge has been training for weeks, but he just had to lose twenty pounds in six days." Like, I mean, he's still that's not that much, but like twenty pounds in six days is a lot. So that tells me he wasn't in fighting shape, right? So, I mean, you should be, like, for the six days before the fight, you should be about 10 pounds overweight. Like, you should be about 10 pounds overweight. So, um, but I just think that the problem with the Usman fight is, as much as I like Masvidal and him opening it up and becoming more violent, Masvidal... A guy like him with Kamaru Usman's kind of like not necessarily forward pressure and uh, his ability to like pretty much put you against the wall and not just keep take you down and you get right back up and he takes you right back down again. Like letting you basically putting you to the fence, letting you wall walk and then dropping you again to Khabib. Like he does that. Usman does that almost as well as Khabib does. And... I really, man, I watched that Usman Colby fight again. I watched it today. And I was just, it was better than, first of all, it was better than I remembered. It's one of the best fights in years. Second, uh, Usman, he's not like a power striker, but he hits hard. Like, he hits hard. He doesn't get, he doesn't have a ton of KOs. Maybe he has two KOs in his whole career, but he hits hard. And he's throwing a beautiful jab right down the pike. He's staying tight. And he's in shape. And he's always been in shape. He's in shape. He's a bigger guy. He's a stronger guy. He's a more athletic guy. And he's in better shape. So, and six days notice, I'm just not. I, maybe a, a full camp, I actually might pick Masvidal right now. But I can't. It's, it's, I think Usman, I think it's going to be kind of a boring fight, honestly. I, I, I definitely um, understand that if he wasn't training, if he wasn't um, preparing to fight, yeah, this is that. That's just a huge disadvantage to to six days. Come on, that's crazy. Yes, but I. But but the only my my hope, my hope is that this fight was on the table for him. They couldn't they couldn't come to a financial agreement, and so he kind of was just like, ah, oh, well, what's going to happen? My hope is that he just stayed stayed sharp. My hope was that he's like, well, like no, none of these like guys he, have stayed too sharp, except the guys that are for sure that were for sure fighting, probably, because you can't just train. You can't. You can't wrestle. You can't wrestle. I mean, yeah. I mean, you. Can, I mean, you. You can't go to a. You can't go to a gym and wrestle as a civilian. But if you are a professional fighter, yeah, you can. De- you can definitely call somebody up. And be like, hey, man, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna have a little camp real quick. Yo, yeah, bro, I mean, you want to come over and wrestle? <laughs> so, so I wouldn't say that's the case with with the big guys. Um, I don't know if he was doing it. That's my thing. And I, I know that he he could have got something together, but was he? I mean, 
And then they talk about how far away they were with the money with the UFC. And I, I remember when the negotiations kind of went away and they ended up settling with, with Gilbert. Um, at, at that, I, I mean, at that point, you you know that's got to hurt Masvidal as soon as they signed Gilbert for that fight. Uh, you know, he was probably like, damn, like, I have, I was this close to getting, getting my – he's never had a title shot, right? Well, he's never USC. fought for a title. You're surprised. And he's like the veteran's veteran. Where am I as well? I've been fighting for 20-plus years. So if, like, you – if you're surprised by the UFC not backing down to you when they didn't even back down to Conor McGregor, like, yeah. come on. True, true. They're not I backing mean, down well, to Conor McGregor and John Jones. They're not backing down to you. Even though I think I'm, probably Masvidal's a bigger star than John Jones. But yeah, would would yeah? I I just hope that I don't know what like I don't know how far out of shape he was or if he was. He's not I, out I just, of shape I, ever. Right, really. right, right. No, what, what, but but you know, but what I'm saying, staying sharp though, because you know, there's a huge difference between being in shape and being in fight shape. Like that's that's a huge difference. And, and like, a guy like I don't want. I just not gonna slack ever. Right. I I just don't want to watch a fight and and even think that maybe. His cardio goes or... It's going to go. Because Usman's going to gas him. Well, I'll tell you, th- I'll tell you this much. If, if he's not 100%, if he, if he feels like he can't go five hard rounds, then his strategy has to be, I'm going to knock him out within the first two. Like, if, 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 he, if he ain't got five, then... I mean, I'm not saying know, he wouldn't have five against Nate Diaz. Five Nate Diaz is a, is, a, is a whole different type of yeah. animal. You know, he, he's more of a, a, a strategist than yeah. Like it's going to be more of like a, a a kickboxing, countering, blah 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 thing. Whereas Usman is going to be in your face the whole fight. You're going to have to keep him off of him, which I do like. I think that Usman's susceptible to like uh, uh, that. Like you know, I know a lot of things. Everybody's been talking about the low calf kick, and that's really not Masvidal's kick. But I think maybe he's Masvidal's so adaptable that that low calf kick for a guy like. Even Usman, who is very heavy leg, front leg forward, you know, to try to get his, to scare guys into thinking he might shoot. But even though he never shoots in the open, he never shoots in the open. Like, he, Khabib doesn't even shoot in the open, really. Like, he doesn't, he's one of those guys, he wants to get you close to the wall so you can, so he can get you up against the wall. It's easier to take you down that way. And then you start getting up. He's like, you start getting up, and then we're going to take hope out on you. I'm going to grab you by your feet. You know, I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna dump you again, and you're gonna have to keep getting up. You're gonna have to keep getting up. You're gonna have to keep getting up. So 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 you're saying Kamara Usman's gonna win this fight? Is that what you're saying? I yeah I would I would I would honestly like I don't know the odds. Uh, I think I think uh, I think he's a two to one favorite. I think that's too low. I think I'm gonna put money on Usman for sure. Then like if it's two to one, like. I think that's too low. Like it should be, because that's what it should have been if they were healthy. Ooh, I don't know. If, I, I do. Usman is Usman. Look, Usman just like Usman dominated Tyron Woodley, and then had a classic fight with Covington, who is a lot better and more competent on the feet than I wanted to get. But by the by that third round, Usman was comfortably beating his ass. Like he was yeah. putting it on him. Like third to fifth round, that was Usman showing why he's at that level it's showing that he has an inexhaustible gas tank it's showing that he can hit hard even in the fifth it's showing that he you know like there was no wrestling in that fight because they're both excellent wrestlers but like kamaru was just way stronger than 
Yohori Masvidal. Way strong. Now, Masvidal is a pretty good, excellent counter wrestler, but he doesn't have to face a guy like this who's going to keep trying to chain takedowns and go from different angles. And and, can, and I don't think and I don't think Masvidal has that kind of. He's he he's a he's a violent guy. He hits hard, but he doesn't have to kind of pop to put out Usman in a round. He just doesn't. He's never demonstrated that kind of. How, how do you think? How do you think it, this one ends? Do you think it goes to a decision? Uh, yeah, because I don't see Masvidal too slick to get tapped by him. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I definitely don't think he taps him, and I think he has too much heart to 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 give up. You know. Yeah, he ain't um, gonna give up. He ain't gonna give up. So yeah, it. I. I mean, I, I could. I could definitely see that happening, especially with all these other factors. But you know, I'm. I'm. I'm just hoping he cracks him. I'm hoping he It'd cracks him in the first two. Um, you know, I, 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 I really, I just, I just like the guy, his whole mentality, what he's been through. And I think this be, it'd be a nice way to cap off. He ain't got too many years left. He knows it. We all know it. It'd be a nice way to cap yeah, off. Yeah, fighting you know? at that weight class. Yeah, no, not, not fighting at 170. No, it, 170. That's, that, those are killers. If he's heavyweight, he can fight till he's 50. But. Okay. So, so, so my, my prediction is, uh, I guess I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, who cares? I'm not betting on it. I'm gonna go with Masvidal knockout second round. I would be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. Just, I just don't. First of all, I, I like. I, would, I, I like to bet on guys and not get knocked out. Have giant heads. Giant head guys. The the guy with the double sized thick head. That guy don't get knocked out generally. Like, who's about to get that huge super head? And like, coincidentally, he's never been finished. You know. Now he hasn't fought a lot of guys that can really put him on his ass striking wise, but I don't think Jorge Jorge's not that tight strike like that tight of a striker. He's slick, but he's not like the type of guy that's like I'm gonna go out and blitz you and damage you. He fought a wash Nate Diaz, Ben Askren who's garbage, Damian Maya who's old and washed. Like you know he's knocking out now. Till knockout was impressive because he was taking it. He was getting hit the whole time. Till was way faster than him. Till was first in those exchanges, and Masvidal finally was just like, "I'm gonna step up and take one, and hope I can blitz him." And he got him. Like, and Till's got a bet. I don't think Till's got the greatest chin either. But well, just just to let you know, uh, Usman was submitted by Jose Caceres. Um, when I said, I'm was, sorry, stop. That, when that I was 2013. That was 2013. So yeah. he, he that was the last time he lost. So he hasn't lost in like seven years. He hasn't so. lost in seven years, and he's been like comfortably winning most of his fights. No, I mean, I, 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 I'm in agreement here. Like, if if I had to bet my life savings, I'd probably throw it on Usman, even with the two to one, um, just just due to the circumstances, right? Just yeah. the way everything fell into place. Um, let's talk about the co-main event. So you got Alexander Volkanovski versus Max Holloway, the rematch. Um, did you did you watch the first fight? Between those two guys, yeah, I watched it. Um, that was a close fight. Oh, I, it was... really wasn't to me. I, th- I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, I guess in like scoring somewhat, and Max turned it on in the last couple rounds. But I think that Volkanovski, he 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 led the dance the whole fight. I, I mean, I'm that... not, I, I'm not saying that it was a very close fight, but. I th- I think I mean I I don't think you know it was a domination by 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 Alexander by any means. Um, I was I mean I was happy with the decision after Alexander won that fight. But uh, what do, what do you think is going to happen in this one? I, I'm I don't know. I feel like 
I feel like I feel like Holloway is gonna is gonna find a way to get the W in this one. Me too. Me too. I don't I'm know just, why, but I have that. I feeling. love him too much. I think it's part of it. I just have a soft spot for certain fighters, and he's one of the guys that I've always been a giant fan of. And like, even before he opened his mouth, and then I then he opened his mouth, and I'm like, I love him. <laughs> but uh, um, I I think that the things that Volkanovski. Again, we're also talking about like no training, blah, 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 blah. Who knows what is going on with that? Volkanovski, what he did really well in that fight was the low, it was the low leg, it was that low lead leg kick. It was that whole. Oh, leg. yeah. Yeah, because if you're a boxer and you're standing heavy on a boxing stance, your lead leg is always going to be out. And Volkanovski was doing a lot of damage with that, and Max was not even trying to check him. But if you are successful at checking those kicks, that guy can break his foot, guy can break his ankle, guy can break, you know, really mess. It's a painful kick for both guys. So it's a really risk-reward thing, but it does hurt guys real bad and real fast. So I expect to see that because, like, a lot of times Holloway would kind of just wait. And uh, Vulcan, like, or, like, well, Holloway likes to build off his jab. And so he could, when you start to set and set down and set into that jab and put that front leg forward, he blasted. So you can't really sit on your jab. You can't really get, get that jab going, and he can't build. He can't build his combinations. I think that he's going to do a lot better to circle out and, uh, and, and and back up. Not just circle out, but back up. Because if you circle, you can circle in the kicks. Or if you back up and circle, he's going to have to be on his – the 22-foot cage is going to be a problem. <laughs> I, I You know, I think uh... – I think the the fact that it is a rematch kind of plays in favor to to Holloway, as yeah. a, you know, as, as somebody who's a striker, you know, you as a striker you have to kind of figure out the other your opponent's movements, their rhythm, and with that first fight, I think you know, unless unless Vol- Volonovsky just comes out and completely has a new game plan, which I which I really don't think he will, you know, if, if why would fr- why would you? yeah why would you exactly yeah. so so I kind of feel like Holloway. You know, if he makes some adjustments, um, I, I think. He, but I think he has to. He has to finish him. I think. And I think if the, the, the longer think the fight, finish, I, because well, I think the longer the fight goes, you know, you're playing into to Volnowski's favor. You know, as a wrestler, who is going to just try to take him down and punish him on the ground and control the fight. Um, uh, if, Max if Holloway's if not easy to take down necessarily. That's but. true. That's true. He's he has a great takedown defense. So, so so so, are you going with Holloway or? Yep, you I'm, just, I just, I, I'm just gonna throw my heart in, and that the this is the only pick I'm gonna throw my heart into. But I think it's I think it was damn close, and I thought that Holloway did once he finally decided like, hey, I'm I can't really get away from this. It's time to really like he wasn't he did not look that he looked a little weird that first few rounds. He didn't look like he's been a little he, he I think honestly since that that uh, fight with Poirier, and I think when you fight Poirier is way worse for you than it looks <laughs> like, yeah. like it's bad for you so I think he really like was like shit I got cracked hard in this fight like I better not you know sell out so much and pull the trigger so much like I used to whereas Max would like he would kind of bully guys to win even though because he never had big pop but it's like if I if I build and just overwhelm you with offense you want to get so behind that you're gonna like have to sell out to come get me and then I can start hitting you sitting down and hitting you with bigger bigger shots you know, you're going to be leave yourself more open and I can drop you like he did with Aldo. Uh, so how, what do you think it goes to decision or do you think he finishes? Yeah, him? it's going to be, decision. I think I would say like a, a decision for Holloway, but nothing again was surprised. Like, I don't think Volkanovski's getting knocked out. I think he's a bulldog. He's so strong. 
Again, weird big head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all and, in the uh, head. And Holloway's not like a guy with a lot of pop. Like he knocked out Aldo, but Aldo like it was on a platter for him. You know yeah. the way Aldo was fighting. He's not yeah. a knockout guy necessarily. I mean, he is, but like that's at one forty-five fighting guys that are one forty-five. Like, yeah. oh Volkanovski, he was used to be two hundred and fifteen pounds when he was a rugby player or a Aussie rules football player. He's two hundred fifteen pounds at five foot seven. That guy was that, and he was a power lifter. He's a freak. Like he's yeah. a freak, freak. But yeah, I, I no, think that Volkanovski right. could finish Max, even though Max also is a guy who doesn't get finished. I mean, he, he went five rounds of forty-eight, survived it. So right. that's tough. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, uh, so you you think you think Holloway in decision? That's that's your pick. I hope and I think, but I'm not. I wouldn't put money on this fight. Right, I, right. I, Just like kind of like my like my Masvidal pick. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 taking Holloway. I'm taking him in the in the third or fourth round um, with the st- uh, stoppage. That would be awesome. Uh, that's 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 yeah. I'm, uh, I like like you said, Alexander is a he's a freak. Um, yeah, I mean the guy was 215 pounds playing rugby. I mean he's just he's what? just a big freaky freaky dude, and it's going to be very difficult for Holloway to to deal with him. But hey, I'm not getting in there. I'm not putting any nah. money on it, so nope. I can say whatever I want. And I don't want to <laughs> doubt Max Holloway and what that dude's done over his career because he's a monster and he's the best featherweight ever. No, he's not. Josie Aldo's best featherweight ever. But there you go. Speaking of Aldo, that's the this is the last fight we'll touch on. Um, so you got Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo. For Wait a minute, you don't want to talk about Rivas versus Van Zandt? What's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so you got uh, the vacant title uh, vacated by Henry Cejudo. Um, I do I'm not want to get that guy credit ever, but he's so good. Oh, he's yeah, he's he's a monster. So, so this this fight seems pretty pretty like I, I think this is going to be a pretty explosive fight. This this Jose Aldo Pirion. Dude, I thought at the beginning that I was scared for Aldo because I'm like Jan. I think Jan's going to be 135 champ eventually, like for sure. Like, he just got a lot of skills. And, like, what he does at 135 is confounding for a lot of those guys. But it's, again, it's a boxing heavy. It's all... Are we going to see... We're going to see leg kicking, y'all, Aldo? Leg kicking on his bike, like, fastest guy in the universe, Aldo? Are we going to see Aldo that's been, like, lately this slugger dude that's just waiting in and, like, trading with these guys? And I'm like, what are you doing? Sometimes he wins, sometimes he loses. Bully Aldo, but as a Aldo is not, that's not the Aldo that, it's not the Aldo that we fell in love with. <laughs> I mean, I I think when you look at these two guys, uh, I mean they're they're they're, they're I think it's going to be a slugfest. Really, I I, I see. Yeah, I, I see both. Uh, I see. That's how Aldo has to win. I, I see very little takedowns. No, no um, neither. I, neither. I I see two guys just getting in there and going at it, man. I, I'm this really excited about this one. Fighting going to the ground. First of all, try to take down Jose Aldo. Good luck with that. Second, yeah. <laughs> Peter Young's a boxer. He ain't gonna. He ain't, this is gonna be a stand-up fight, and it's gonna be great. I think so too. Who? What's What's your prediction for this one? <sighs> this is the hardest. This is the fight I wanted to. This is the fight that's on my mind like the most. So, uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Jan to finish Aldo, but. I feel almost stupid saying it, 
because like I just he the thing about Aldo is when Aldo is actually bigger than you, it gets scary. <laughs> like, and Aldo's bigger than Young. Like he's yeah, a bigger guy. I I, uh, I I have this feeling that I'm kind of I was leaning towards John, but I think that. You know, Aldo coming off back-to-back losses, you know, one of them being a split decision. Yeah, but I think the UFC even, like, basically credited him with a win because he's fighting for the title and not Marlon, right? That's true. Um, that's true. And I think but, he won that fight, by the way, but it was so close. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think most people did. Um, I don't know. I, th- I, think, I, think, I think Aldo pulls this one out, man. I, I don't know how. I hope so. I don't, but I feel like uh, I know it's going to be. Uh, it's not going five rounds. I don't. I don't mm, see that happening. Nah, I, do. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I think it ends in the second or third. I hope um, so. First one, first round. I see it being a little bit slow. Yeah, because they're going to feel each other out for the first round. Jose. The problem with Jose Aldo. The biggest, biggest problem with Jose Aldo is he's ready to take your head off with every single shot, and he can yeah. be drawn in with feints. Holloway fainted him to death. Like, but like he. If he if he bites on your feints, he's gonna lose, because he's gonna huh, huh, huh. he's gonna throw like he's gonna when you react he's gonna try to react to blast your head off your shoulders he's gonna try to knee you through the, the he's gonna he really because Jose Aldo is so macho and such a warrior that when you try to challenge him he's going to fight on whatever terms you challenge him on, and I think that is his his pride his his, his pride is his downfall his yeah. pride was his downfall against McGregor he rushed in against McGregor. And got yeah. starched in 12 seconds. Like, he is a proud guy. And I think that if Jan is fainting and throwing, like, throwing quick jabs and fainting and throwing, like, moves circling out in combos and, bit, like, getting them to do big actions or react like they're big actions to where he gets. When you react to faints like that, you almost get tired than if you're actually ducking punches. So, you get more tired, your reaction time slows, and then you start getting hit with the shots that you were faint that you were trying, that, you know, you thought you were fainting. You yeah, Aldo can definitely be his his uh, his biggest worst enemy. Absolutely, yeah. he's a yeah, slip, so, dip, and rip dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> slip, I'm, dip, I'm, and I'm, rip. A, <laughs> I'm gonna have to take Aldo. Um, I think he 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 finishes the fight in the third round, second or third round. Yeah, and uh, but I but I really do think it's gonna be fireworks for this fight. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome, a, man. I can't wait to watch these fights. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great card fight. You know what's crazy though? I, I was looking because you know it is it is in uh, Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. and usually usually when events are in Abu Dhabi, there's a huge time difference, right? So they usually yeah, nah. show them, they show them in the daytime. I'm I'm assuming that they're not going to fight live because no, they are fighting live. This is going to be super early in the morning in Dubai. Oh, they are going to fight. So live. they're going to fight like five in the morning in Dubai because they're eight hours ahead of us. So okay. it's like they're going to be fighting at like six in the morning in Dubai or something. Yeah. Starting like with the early well, yeah, I guess I guess it makes sense. You don't have to worry about the gate. Yeah, and they're not worried. They just want they just want Americans to watch it and the West to watch it. So they're gonna fight early in the morning. So the guys have been like, oh, this is weird because like the time difference is different. But the 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 the, the, they're fighting so early, they don't really like. I don't know where when to train. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, well, I think you just basically since they arrived there. You just have to maintain that schedule, right? Like, like mm. six in the morning has to be your prime ready time. Yeah, however, most fighters however are you, night out. Yeah, however you do your training camp, you're just gonna have to deal with that adjustment. Yeah, absolutely. And it's gonna be outside. Oh yeah, outside. Yeah, so 
that's another factor, be- man. That heat is no no punk. That heat is no punk. When that hundred and thirty five degree sun hits. Yeah, but if if they're fighting so early, it's not going to be that hot that early. It's usually man, it's cool a desert, dude. It gets hot pretty quick. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like I, I, mean, I mean, it's 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 Abu Dhabi. I'm but sure you got to say like when I say early, like I mean, say like they're going to be fighting prelims. So yeah. prelims are going to be. So by the time they fight, it's going to be afternoon. So I don't know. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the, the island I, breeze I, will help. I haven't looked at yeah, the yeah. climate. Well, you know, it's usually pretty windy when you got the the ocean so close by. You know. I think the that's breeze. not. Uh, is that the ocean or is that like a fake like? No, it's the ocean. They're, they're, no, they're on an island in in the ocean. Like that's. I didn't know the ocean. that. Yeah, I thought that Abu um, Dhabi. I don't know anything. Yeah, I just I, know I pretty, about either way, I, regardless, you know that's one of the richest areas in the world. Like I don't, I don't think they're gonna allow it to get that hot for the fighters. You know. You know they can control the weather in Dubai. They have like weather rain yeah, making machines. They're like, yes, it's fine. <laughs> it's like 70 yeah, they'll, degrees. They'll, they'll take care of it. They definitely will. I'm very excited. It's going to be an incredible pay-per-view. Everybody out there needs to watch it. Awesome. UFC 251. Um, and I'm not getting a check to say that. Although I would no, like one. Not. So if you want to send one to me, I'll take it. Dog, um, let me pitch. Look, listen to me. I want to be Joe Rogan too. I love fights. I love comedy. I love smoking. I love all those things. And I'm good at this. I want to be the next Rogan. Look at me, UFC. I want to see Dana White's big red face pop up in front of me in a FaceTime. It's like, you know what? You're you're a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for yeah. a fight, Dana. Looking for an announcer. Come on, dog. Let me, let me hook me up. That'd be the ultimate dream job. Oh, my God. Well, yes. well Richard, we've been going for uh, like an hour and a half. Yeah, man. It's so awesome. We're, we're going to have to cut it cut it now it was great having you on oh um, man brother it's been great so folks this is gonna be i'm glad to be back and i plan on doing one every week so we would definitely have a recap next week um to kind of go over the ufc and highlight just other stuff going around going going on in the sports world richard a pleasure folks y'all have a good one thanks brother thanks for having me on